Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Bostrom's Bcast, conversations about the crazy, wacky world of association management that all of us have chosen to be a part of. I am so excited about today's guest, Kate Temple, Bostrom's Chief People Officer. Welcome to the Bcast, Kate. Thanks, Jeannie. So we're just going to dive in with the first question is all about how did you find this career in association management? Um, you know, I always like to explore these career paths because it, it's not a well-known or, or widely known uh, career path. So tell us a little bit about how you got here. Sure. Well, I fell into it like many of us have. Um, I spent my career doing HR and ops, but in a variety of industries. I worked for Blue Man Group for several years. I worked for a modern art museum, a university, and, and then I moved to tech and did HR and operations for some tech companies. The last one of which um, had, a, I had to downsize and I was laid off. And at that point I started consulting with HR Source. And as you know, they, um, I was hired to be a part-time on-site consultant for Bostrom and some other employers. And um, a year later, Bostrom brought me on full-time. Awesome. Interesting path. I had a, kind of a similar path in that I came from technology as well and uh, seems to be very well suited to what we do, especially today. So at Bostrom, you play a vital role as chief people officer. Um, I can't say enough about the work that you've done in building a culture that has set us apart, truly set us apart in the market and in the association management industry. Um, we do get calls and we do get business and have achieved growth because of who we are as a company and what that culture is. Um, I can't imagine how hard the last few years have been on you, um, putting the focus on um, our people, um, ensuring the health, the well-being of our employees, which is our number one uh, asset at a professional services firm, and putting them front and center. So what did you learn most about the last few years? Yeah, so many lessons learned, uh, especially through the pandemic and just getting through the past three years or so. Um, I think one thing that sticks out for me is is that it's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to try things that may not stick. And the reality was that we, you know, during COVID, we didn't have time to adapt. We didn't have, the, uh, we weren't able to plan ahead. I think it was a luxury if we could plan maybe three months ahead, but things were changing so quickly um, and, you know, we pride ourselves on being agile and flexible anyways, but, uh, and I think that those, those skills shined during COVID, but were also really put to the test. But personally, you know, I, I, I like to uh, have the answers first and I'm a little hesitant to improvise, but that really pushed me to, to do that. And I think it, it paid off. Absolutely. It definitely paid off. And I think I think good leaders aren't the ones with all the answers, but the ones that know how to bring the right people together to get to them, to get to a path. And you just really shine throughout that whole process. Um, what um, is, I did, oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Kate. No, go I'm ahead. just going to add a little bit more. Um, in terms of like 
our culture and keeping people motivated and uh, connected over the past few years, I think one of the other things I've learned is I don't have to do it all myself. And in fact, it's better if we engage our colleagues in um, creating those opportunities. So, you know, we've developed uh, teams at Bostrom, within Bostrom, to focus on fun, to focus on giving back, to focus on DEI. And yeah, all of those things are still under my purview, but I think having our colleagues lead lead those efforts um, really, we all get more out of it that mm -hmm. way. It provides lead, leadership opportunities and um, just more buy-in in general um, of like, how can we stay connected as a community and uh, keep our culture strong even when times are tough? Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a great point, you know, and just having having the diversity of, of thought and and different generations and different career levels and all of those things that make those teams so effective, um, I think is really important too. Um, yeah, just a, just amazing work with that, with that collaboration. Um, so what do you see working? We, we've, we've been fortunate that we've grown, right, in the last few years. And so, you know, what do you see working for employee recruitment and retention, which has been vital in the last few years just because of the job market. Um, but as we've experienced growth, you've had a lot on your plate in terms of employee employee recruitment and retention. So what do you see working? Well, I, I think this was a positive that came out of the pandemic and the hot job market, the tight job market mm -hmm. um, after. Um, you know, we had to condense our interview process and, and make sure that we were reacting quick enough to candidates to secure the talent that we wanted to bring on board, but didn't want to sacrifice the important pieces of our of our interview process and the conversations that we have with candidates about our culture and DEI and what it's like to work in an AMC. And I think we found a good balance there. We, we no longer do um, in-person interviews, um, not that we're opposed to it, mm -hmm. but just the timing and scheduling that really slows us down. So. We're, we're all virtual interviews, and um, that allows us to condense the process, but also take the time to have those deeper conversations with candidates. And I, I think that's worked really well for us. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of retention, you know, I, I credit first and foremost our strong culture because mm -hmm. it it sees us through it all. Um, we. You've heard me say it before, you know, I describe us as nice and normal and we are, you know, we're friendly, we're fun. We care about each other. We care about the associations that we're supporting. And then the normal part for me is just being hardworking, trustworthy, welcoming and inclusive. And I, I think we have that in spades um, and that's what makes us a great place to work. I think that's what keeps everyone here. But we also have had to get creative. Um, you know, we um, we can't rely and on salary alone uh, to attract and retain our staff. Um, so one of the things, one of the added benefits that are actually we've added a few benefits recently. Uh, I think that really sweetened the deal. Um, we are just this year rolling out a, per, a paid parental leave policy, so offering our parents some 
extra time off to uh, bond with their new children new babies. Um, we have uh, partnered with Boone, a, a professional coaching uh, platform, and Bostrom pays for all of us to uh, connect with a professional coach twice a month. And then we continue to do things like StrengthsFinder and, and other, other things that show and um, put um, action behind our words that we really do uh, care about our staff and um, want them to be well-rounded uh, individuals. Mm -hmm. I can say myself, I've benefited from Boone Coaching as well. Um, it's It was a great added benefit to to what we already had. And um, I do think you have to you have to get creative and you have gotten really creative. And at the end of the day, I do think culture has a huge part to play about not only keeping people here, but keeping our clients here and, and the growth of the company. So all of that is intertwined and great. Um, now, you know, since we both have a tech background, um, these are interesting times with AI. Um, how do you think AI is gonna change the landscape of HR professionals and the type of people will be hiring the skill sets that we'll need. Well, even though we both have a tech background, I think you're a little more passionate about it than I am. I'm more on the scared side when it comes to AI, but I am I am trying to embrace it. And one of the things that's helping me is, um, well, you're you're you are helping me. Um, but uh, also, I I recently saw a presentation by Ben. I think his name is pronounced Eubanks. And he's an AI expert. He wrote a book called Artificial Intelligence for HR and Talent Scarcity. <clears throat> and he talked about how AI can't replace five core human skills. And I'm trying to memorize them, so I'll give it a go. Compassion, collaboration, curiosity, creativity, and critical thinking. And his point is, let AI help with the simple and repetitive tasks that we all have on our plate. Let AI, you know, gain us some efficiencies on that side of things so that we have more time for the people side of things. And I love that. I can totally get behind that. So um, I am embracing it and dabbling in AI in my work. Um, and I know that, you know, we are doing that across the board at Bostrom. Um, but when it comes to hiring and, and what what is ideal for us, knowing that AI is going to be a regular part, a regular tool that we all use, um, maybe now and forevermore, um, I think our ideal candidate profile is a combination of curiosity, critical thinking, and, and being technically savvy because someone with all of those attributes should be able to embrace a tool like AI with the necessary caution and care that you you have to apply to it. So I'm I'm keeping that in mind as we as we as we continue to recruit. Mm -hmm. So do you think that curiosity and critical thinking were things that we were already looking for or do you think it's even more so? I think even more so. It's definitely something that is um, a part of our values and, and necessary to build the strong relationships that we have with our clients. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our the jobs that everyone does at Bostrom are not cut and dry. Uh, they're nuanced and, and we are intentionally flexible to give our clients what they want, what they need. So, 
you you can't do that unless you're curious about how to make things better and about what the uh, client or the just the person you're working with you know needs in order to do a better job. Um, and then that critical thinking part is where I think the caution comes in with AI. I, like we can't just use AI without thinking through the the information we're putting out there, the um, information we're getting back, and and being critical about whether or not to, it the, the there's research to back it up and that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I just think it it is now more than ever needed. Yeah, more, more yeah. than it was. Absolutely. Um, last questions before we go to our speed speed fire round. Uh, what advice can you give other HR executives to help them keep calm and stay sane <laughs> during times of crisis? Yeah. Um, because <laughs> you certainly I, did. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, it is, it is like a big part of my job to stay calm when others are not, not that everyone else was a mess and I was I wasn't that's not what I'm trying to say I'm just I'm I my role is meant to be a place where people can come and share their thoughts and their feelings and sometimes that has an emotional element to it and so my advice I guess is like lean into your emotional IQ I think any role it serves us so well and like just starting from a self-awareness a level. Like I, I have to allow myself to, you know, in a, in a crisis, um, emotions are triggered. And that happens to me just as much as it happens to others. I'm not immune. HR has feelings too. So uh, I think I've, I've learned to give myself some grace and time to react uh, before feeling like I have to solve something. And um, but and in the same hand, token, um, I I give a grain of salt to others when I see uh, emotional currents running through the conversation, because in a time of crisis, everyone is going to have an emotional reaction, and um, it it's just something we have to work through together. So those are those are some of the things that have been on my mind lately about sort of reflecting back on how we got through through COVID and and the rest. But I, I think for all the all the negatives, we did gain a lot of positives from that period. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We've now hit the point, my favorite part of the Bostrom Beatcast is the rapid fire QA. Okay. Are you ready? No. <laughs> okay, here we go. What is your current state of mind? A little nervous. <laughs> what do you most value in your colleagues here at Bostrom? I love that we laugh together. <laughs> I like that too. Um, what characteristics make you well-suited for working with people? Um, Good listener and a good communicator. So there's mm -hmm. two. That's okay. You can two. Um, which talent would you most like to have? Well, 
Um, I, despite my theater degree, I am horrible at improvising. So things like this um, bring out my nerves. And so I am going to say improvising. That's how I would like to have <laughs> more of. Second city, right, right up north from here. So, <laughs> okay. Who is your favorite employee at Bostrom? Wow. Um, let's see. John D comes to mind. Uh, Jeannie, she comes Okay, to there we go. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know that's not a fair question to ask, but I like to ask it anyway. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite word? Um, my favorite word is, you got me there. I, I tend to say, oh, dear, a lot. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> makes me sound like I'm three decades older than I am. Um, so that might be my favorite word. I It's just kind of happened. Oh, dear. Okay. I like it. <laughs> All right. Here's our last one. Last one in the rapid okay. fire. What profession, other than this wonderful one working in the association management world, would you like to attempt? I... I think that I would be a, a fabulous uh, professional organizer. It's something I find fun. And um, if if that were my job, I, I think I could see myself diving deep and like really getting into it. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I would like to hire a professional organizer. Or maybe we can find an association of professional organizers that we could work yes. with. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, I would like that. I would like that. <laughs> All right. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm going to target them. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for, for doing this. I know it's a little out of your comfort zone, but um, you did fabulous. And I, we learned so much. Um, but just, I, I, I can't, I, I can't overemphasize the, the role that um, people management, talent management, culture, um, you know, all of those things play in the success of companies, small and large. So thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for doing this podcast today. Um, hopefully we can have you back another time. We didn't scare you too much. <laughs> thank you, Jeannie. It wasn't so bad. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a wrap, everyone, on this episode of Bostrom Bcast, and we hope to see you soon on the next episode, concentrating on meetings, marketing, and other fun things in the world of association management. Bye-bye.